Hey everyone, welcome to Chat with Sandy and Karen. How, happy uh, Halloween to you and uh, welcome to having a chat. We're talking with Mr. G, Carlos Garza today, and he is going to talk to us about applied digital skills. Welcome everyone. Hello. Hi Carlos, nice to see you back on the show again. Thank you for having me. It's it's a pleasure. Thank you so much. Yes. So um, today we're going to talk about applied digital skills and how to help our students become more digitally savvy, right? Mm. Yeah, sure. Um, I can get started if uh, that's okay with you all. Sure. Sure. All right. So applied digital skills, and this is more of an it's going to be a quick introduction. I recently got my ambassador badge, so that's interesting. Um, <laughs> go ahead. Oh, congratulations. Oh, thank you. So let's talk about uh, the digital literacy uh, curriculum. <clears throat> and today... Uh, we're gonna explore the curriculum that teachers and for teachers and students. Uh, and in this example, for example, it, it's talking about how to produce a blockbuster hit while learning graphic design, and in this case, document formatting. Mm. Mm. So, and this is the journey that I'm planning on taking you. We already started with a welcome, and. Uh, in this presentation, we'll review why we are here, give our brief uh, overview of applied digital skills, take a deeper look into the curricular lesson, and finish with a how to set up your first applied digital skills class. And Dr. Jackson, thank you for helping me with uh, creating a class. We'll also look into that in a moment. Sure. <clears throat> okay, so what is this? It means that the curriculum has been designed to equip students with practical skills that will help them succeed in not only the evolving job market, but also in uh, practical life situations. And you, you'll see how that uh, ties in all together. And uh, in this area, of course, I'm not sure how everybody celebrates, but I'm waiting for tomorrow for Halloween. So that's why you're seeing all those interesting <laughs> graphics there. Um, looks like we have some nice audience in in, in the stream. <laughs> so that's awesome. Uh, so, all right. I know, Mel, you already saw this, but thank you so much for joining me. Okay, so Google... Uh, we when I talked about it, it was part of that GEG, so it says we, right? But uh, Google believes that all students should have an opportunity to a meaningful engage uh, with technical skills for the future because learners today need basic digital literacy skills. Mm. 
to be successful in any career, any field, it doesn't matter where you go, right? Everything has something to do with uh, technology. And these are skills like communication, collaboration, creativity, and critical thinking, which is the 21st century uh, digital, uh, the 21st century skills, which are the four C's. <clears throat> And it's increasingly important to be able to exercise these skills in a digital environment. This holds true for life, in particular, for jobs. You know, and, and uh, before we started talking about this, right, we 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 trying to decide what was going to be the topic. Mm. And one of the topics that I suggested is, well, as a busy teacher. I have my personal life. How can I manage my busy teacher life and my busy personal life? So all that is uh, the digital skills environment. How can I combine my, or how can I organize my life using this digital skills? Maybe that could be the next topic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so. In response, Google developed Applied Digital Skills, which, let me start with this, it is a free video-based online curriculum. That means that there's no need to pay for it. <clears throat> like many others, you know, that there's, uh, there's a lot of stuff out there. And yes, a lot of people have amazing stuff. But this one is free, and we'll delve more into it in a moment and this is for students of all ages uh, this is from elementary and you'll see the check marks there do you want it for elementary middle school high school or adult learners so for any stage in life um <clears throat> so the design of the curriculum has also taken into account the need to meet the state standards. And although when I was talking about it, I was talking about uh, Texas specifically, but you'll notice that it has the ESTE seal there. Yeah. And uh, the ESTE seal of alignment means that these standards are international. So it doesn't matter which state or country you're talking about it does have the easty standards of alignment <clears throat> okay so approximately each lesson is about um about an hour long and there are a lot of lessons about 120 hours of lessons so there is a large curriculum with more being added uh, as time progresses. The video-based learning style is self-directed and adaptable to each student's pace. And I'm going to show you how that is possible. But it is also trackable by the teacher so you can identify and provide individual support as needed. And here's a video. 
the role of schools has changed drastically because of the use of technology. It's no longer sufficient to be just a textbook and paper classroom. Applied digital skills is like a website that you go on and it'll give you a task and work you through it using videos. At the end of the video, it's going to have like a list. Step one, do this. Step two, do that. So you're going to do it yourself. Employers are looking for students that have the collaboration skills that a lot of them are not coming out of high school with. This program feeds right into that need. Very seldom do you have a project that engages all of your students all the time. And the applied digital skills seems to do that. We do more like mostly fun activities, like like I say, dream vacation, Paris, the city of love. I really want to go there. The video material gives me more freedom to interact one on one with my kids. To have that kind of relationship with them is what makes my classroom one of their favorite classes. We can be ourselves and be have fun, you know. Just like it's teaching so many of the skills that are our kids need once they leave high school or even start jobs in high school from the critical thinking to the collaboration to organization skills all those things are wrapped into this program and to be able to utilize that across the board at all schools i think would be invaluable so yeah as a it's a good video um, yeah so carlos um you use it in your teaching? Yes, I, I what's do. Your, what's your favorite um, skill from the curriculum? No, I like to start with the basics. Uh, there's, mm. It's divided also in, in uh, collections. So mm. I'm going to show you the collection that I like to use for yep. my class. And uh, you'll see why in a moment. I love that uh, emoji, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's one. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's nice. Okay. So, as I mentioned earlier, each lesson is about 45 to 19 minutes long, uh, which is about an hour. Uh, in this example, for uh, there's the all about topic. So one of the things that I like to start with is um, in a training would be something like, uh, what is that you're teaching? Uh, what is it that you or where are you in your in your career? And at the very very basic level, I like to use this one at the beginning of my school year because it could be all about you. Let me introduce myself. And this is how I would start with a all about topic lesson. But it doesn't have to be all about and then introduce yourself. It could be all about a specific topic in math. About, I mean, we can talk about English and social studies, and that's probably going to be an easy subject, right? But uh, all about math. Uh, what is the topic in math? And how can you make a presentation around that math topic? Hmm. So just fill in the blanks or change the wording in the lessons. Here's another example. <clears throat> this one says, research and organize information about colleges in Google Sheets. 
but you don't have to research about colleges. You can do research on any topic. So you would scratch the word colleges and fill in the blank, right? Yeah. And uh, th this is how you would uh, you would differentiate. Excuse me. You would do it for specifically your area. So mm -hmm. if you're again going back to math, and that's because math is the difficult one for me. Is how would I explain math? Uh, I would get a topic in math and research, like who invented calculus, just as an example. Uh, so research and organize information about calculus or calculus history in Google Sheets, hmm. just as an example. So we, we can look at different examples and hmm. go from there. Okay, so we're going to start looking into uh, applied digital uh, skills. We're going to test drive, explore, and... Hopefully, there's enough time to reflect. Uh, we're going to look at how to start a lesson. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, we're going to look at the videos themselves. Mm -hmm. The curriculum section of the website features descriptions of all lessons, including the time required and the skills that are taught. So we'll look at an example of a curriculum. <clears throat> Okay, so if anybody is watching this either online right now or later on in the future, and I'm going to talk about it if it's somebody in the future, so I'm going to go okay. through the steps a little quicker. So one of my skills is the four Ps of watching videos or lessons, which is pause, probe, perform, and play. Pause the video, probe the information, perform the action, and continue playing the video. Cool. So I need a TM somewhere around there, right? <laughs> uh, but uh, this is the way I explain it to my students is make sure that you understand how you're going to be watching this videos. So it's not just watch them and then do. It's make sure you're following these four steps. So same thing. Anybody that is watching this, I hope you get the four piece of watching instructional videos. So step one, we're going to go to this website, apply digital skills, uh, g.co slash apply digital skills. And at this point, you would pause and perform the action. Step two, you if you logged in under, if you're this is the first time you're logging in, you're going to log in as a student, and, and we'll go back and change it to teacher mode. But if by chance you are logged in already as a teacher, there's a way to change it to student mode. On the top right, you're going to see my dashboard. Click on your profile. And under the profile settings, you're going to see account type. And it says switch to student. So this is going to go back and forth. Same thing. Once you're done, you can switch it back to teacher mode. Okay. 
And from here, the next step is to join a class. And I'm going to say thank you, Dr. Uh, Jackson, for helping me create this class. And here is the class code, P9Q2FG, which is right now being scrolled down right underneath. <laughs> so. Can I, can I just interrupt you for a minute? Yes, I think that that ability to look as a student and as a teacher just at the click of a button is it was remarkable for me to be able to do that because so many times in other learning or management systems, we create something, but it's difficult to see what the students are seeing on their device if they have a different device or whatever. But uh, I thought this was the one of the most well, it was the the fabulous part of this curriculum, I think. Yes, that is awesome. My favorite part. Um, and if anybody from Google is watching, uh, maybe implement that in Google Classroom. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right. Okay, so uh, before I, I need to go over here, I'm going to go to Apply Digital Skills. And this is my teacher dashboard. <clears throat> and right here, you're going to see that I have the chat with Sandy and Karen digital skills class. And is it going? I'm sorry to interrupt. Do you want us to show that oh. on the screen too? Yes, I forgot to okay. share the screen. So let me start sharing. This time okay. I'm going to share with the audio. And uh, there we go. There we go. Do I need to add that or can you yeah. do that? Yeah. There, there we, we go. go. Awesome. Thank you. Mm -hmm. All right. So here it is. Um, so the current lesson is, this one is specifically introduce yourself. So there was the all about that you could do just about anything. And then there's this one that is specifically about introduce yourself. As a teacher right here, I can see the, the information. So here's your, in several places, it's called the content objective or the learner objective or the performance objective, depending on, on where you are and the language you're using. And it just needs to be modified slightly, right? Um, where here in Texas, or at least in my school district, it's uh, you need to create the content objective where the student is reading it in the first person point of view. So I will create a slide that represents what makes me special or unique in Google Slides. Mm -hmm. So the, the language is there. You just need to modify it based on where you are. Okay. Okay. And that is not all uh, uh, when under teaching materials and this is the, the good part it has your rubric so you can have you can provide this to your students and tell them this is how i'm going to be grading you this is the rubric it has one already provided for you and you can always modify it so i'm going to open this one and it has the information here right and you continue down and here's the actual rubric if there's something that you want to change, you just file, make a copy, and make the changes and provide that to your students. 
So that's the rubric. The like lesson that. Plan. Like that a lot. Yes, and everything here you can make a copy and edit it. So here's the lesson plan. It has a full lesson plan, includes more in detail objectives, the skills that you're going to be learning, language objectives or the terms that you need to learn. So define animate and some optional ones like what is emoji, define download. Okay, so things like that. It gives you a, a, how long is it going to take approximately. Uh, the materials that the students are going to need. Here's the lesson outline. First, do this. Second, do this. So on and so forth. What is it that you need to do to prepare? The procedures, the outcomes. Now, this is supposed to be checkboxes, right? So, but that is available now. So maybe in the future, they'll change these to actual checkboxes. Uh, but you can do that yourself. Resources. But here's the good one. When we get to the appendix, it also gives you a little script that you could start with. So to get started and join our class, go to so on and so forth. And then you can start with some probing questions before you even start the lesson. What are some groups you belong to? Groups you might include this class, a volunteer organization, school club, or a sports team. So you start uh, talking to your students and see what, uh, what they have to say. And then you continue with them uh, on the lessons. And eventually it has like, how do you close the lesson so it has a closing statement uh, closing questions and uh how to wrap it up and and a few other questions uh, some of these questions you can use as an exit ticket for those of you that are required to use exit tickets and uh yeah so that's the lesson plan and it is very very detailed some lessons will have uh, the ability for you to download the actual videos in case there's, uh, there's not enough bandwidth for students to watch the videos. But I'm going to start this lesson. And I just want you to notice a few things here. One, and I had already opened this because I was watching it. Um, and you'll see, you share your class, my classes, here's some information. But whenever I'm playing a video, it gives me a transcript. I'm going to close it. Nice. If I click on transcript, and I know I left off in a place that says brainstorm five things, I can just search and type brainstorm. And it found these two. I'm not sure which one it is. So I'm just going to click on this one. And it's there already. Wherever I, I click, that's where it's going to start the video. So this is going to help me as a student to continue watching this video. Now, the speed at which I need to watch it is also individual. 
maybe normal is too fast for me or too slow for me. So I can change it to slower or faster. Also, it has captions. I don't have to be watching the, the transcript to see what the video is doing. I can just put it in and, and there it is in captions. Hmm. So it has a lot of um, nice, a lot of accessibility features hmm. and for differentiation. Okay, so that is the student view, how they're going to be looking at things. And I'm going to go over here to the teacher class. One of the things you're going to see is the lessons and the people. I'm going to start with the lessons. If I want to add a lesson to my class, um, I can always browse lessons. And the one that I like to use is this one, Work, uh, Google Workspace Training. This is a good one. Before, uh, I'm not sure if you remember, there was this uh, G Suite certification. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's the same thing without the certification. <laughs> so it, it still gives you uh, the same information, but with more updated information. Of course, things change. Now it's called yeah. Google Workspace. And it has Docs, Part 1, Part 2, Google Drive, Google Sheets, Google Slides, and Gmail. Now, <clears throat> here's a tip. If you're going for the Google Educator Level 1, this is a good place to start. It doesn't have everything. It just has the main workspace things you're going to have to browse lesson and probably add other digital tools that are not there. For example, uh, Google Drawings, which uh, it's not covered in the main part, Google Calendar. Um, is Forms in there, Carlos? Forms, yes. Where is it? F. Forms oh, right, right here. Yeah. So not everything is covered here in Google Workspace training. So some of that supplements will have to come from over here. So you can continue not only by, by tool, but also by topic. So a few things. I'm in middle school. Well, actually, I'm in high school. But let's say I'm in middle school. I can select middle school. And these are all the ones that are appropriate for middle school. And what am I teaching? Am I teaching math? And these are the ones that are appropriate to math. And as I said before, just because it doesn't have what you're looking for, like computer science, it, just because it doesn't have what you're looking for, it doesn't mean that you cannot just use, uh, let's see, English and, uh, English and language arts. Write an if-then-adventure story. This also works with computer science, right? If, then, yeah. It's, it's if and then, right? Uh, create quizzes in Google Forms. Okay, this one is very, very specific, but uh, 
let's see, create a responsible blog with Google Sites. So instead of creating a blog, the being responsible part is the key here. Using Google Sites is key here. But a blog about what? A blog about whatever computer science topic you're talking about at that moment. Or if it's not English, uh, maybe you want to, excuse me, if it's not computer science, maybe you want to do math. A blog about math. So create a blog, a responsible blog about math with Google Sites. About calculus, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or algebra. How to solve multiple equations with uh, different variables and you're processing through that. That would be interesting. And, and you create multiple blog posts regarding this. Like maybe starting with your first blog post could be uh, the history of calculus. Right. Yeah. And then go from there. And if you created the presentation, the all about history of calculus presentation, and you put it in your Google site blog. So you have a visual to go along with your blog. So this is nice. uh, one that I like to use is called uh, meme. So where is it? Create? No, where's meme? There's one. It's it's uh the tool is cool drawings. So let me see. Let me refine it by drawings. Here it is. Create a meme with Google Drawings. Mm -hmm. It would be the same thing. Is uh, create a meme about what? A care like a character study or something. There you go. Okay. Something like that. So create a meme about the character study of who or. Uh, well, that's uh, the main idea as uh, just you can use almost any lesson to build from there. And then you look at the people that have joined the class. In this case, I have one student. And I'm going to look at the lessons and how many videos has Karen watched. And it says here that Karen hasn't even started watching the video. So now I need to talk with Karen to see what's going on. <laughs> yeah. oh, but Sandy hasn't even joined my class, so I, I need to figure out what's going on here. Right. You know I'm the rebel one. <laughs> <laughs> so project submitted. Here I can look at the project submitted. But normally, since I'm using Google Classroom, I just tell them, instead of submitting in Applied Digital Skills, just submit it to Google Classroom. It makes it a lot easier. But, but, you know, that's also uh, appealing to, let's say, my school where we aren't using Google Classroom. So this is uh, something that uh, we, could, we could use that we don't have to be a part of that, you know? Yes, you are absolutely correct. In a place where you don't use Google Classroom, yeah. then this would be, or whichever lms you are using if you want to yeah. stick with this and stay here you can get the project submitted here yeah i like that so from here uh, you can see also quiz results and uh, that's the basics of it from there after that 
as if once you're done trying it out, maybe you want to try just not the lesson that we are providing, but several other lessons. Now you can always uh, switch back to teacher once you're done trying several of those lessons. And um, yeah, so lastly, I'm going to ask that not this link, but I'm going to provide the link in the chat for any of you that have seen this training, if you can help me, any of you that have seen this training, uh, to fill out this form, letting me know that um, you were here and you saw me providing this training. Fantastic. I know I will fill that in. Um, so my point of view, I've used uh, Google Classroom, uh, sorry, the, the digital skills in various ways. I think it's such a good tool for those teachers who do not have time to plan anything. And the yeah. number of different resources, like you said in your presentation, for different year groups, it applies to everyone. So I've used, and I'm very, um, I really want to build those habits to students who don't know what digital world looks like. You hand them a device and they think they can do whatever they want, but they're not understanding the impact they have, like the digital footprint, the ethics and, uh, you know, the security of passwords. It's all of those little things that um, I've been showing in the past. And I think this really helps to pick up like a like a mentor time when you have that mentor time with the kids. So me and a co-worker at the moment, we are taking some of these and we're trying to build a curriculum for our students, which uh, I hope it works. Yeah, and since you mentioned digital citizenship, I just looked up lessons on digital citizenship and there's that yes. example. Understand your digital footprint, identify cyberbullying, and avoid online scams, so on and so forth. Yes, so important, uh, whether you're, uh, whatever field you're studying, I think it's so important from a very young age to bring those, those skills. Definitely. That's great. So those who um, want to go into the ambassador program, Carlos, how could they do that? I would need to look into that because uh, I, the way I did it is I started asking around uh, on Twitter. Eventually, somebody knew the answer. So I guess if you want to uh, do it the way I did it, is everybody that has a badge start asking, uh, how are you, uh, how did you get it? Mm. But... Uh, the best people to contact, and I'm gonna I'm gonna type it in the private chat. Is um, you know the right now the their names elude me. Okay. 
We can uh, we can add that. Okay. Is uh, this your form? Is this your uh, your form feedback form? Yes. Okay. Okay, and uh, I'm, I'm is it on the uh, certification, the Google certification? Same pages that we find the Google Educator cert. All the is it are they all in the same area? No. Um, well, okay. Actually, I'm not sure. Okay. But the best people to contact are Sue and Derek. And uh, in the private chat, I added their Twitter handles. Okay. So there are the Twitter handles of Sue and Derek, and I'm sure they would be able to guide you and better explain how you can be Applied Digital Skills Ambassador. Okay. All right. Just, just like um, having your uh, Twitter handle as well. So they can... Uh... Yeah, we yes. need to put that too. Uh, and uh, yes, I am at uh, do and, and it's on my i'm not sure if it's it shows so to all our listeners uh carlos has just demonstrated a fantastic uh way of logging on to digital skills and how we can apply it into our teaching um so it's very very uh, good and it's hard for the listeners but they can always visit us on uh, YouTube and Facebook to see the video yep. yeah absolutely absolutely we really appreciate you coming by again Carlos uh, this is a lot of really good resources for teachers who at this time of the year are looking for maybe reinforcing the digital skills that they have in their class and reminding students or and students who have moved around, who have just come in, who, who uh, need some reminders about how to do things in, in their class to uh, function smoothly for the rest of the year. So we really appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. And I am at EduGoopDroid on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. What else is there? YouTube. <laughs> and TikTok. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, thank you so much uh, to you and to all our listeners. Um. You can listen to us on all uh, podcasting channels. Um, and we look forward to next week. Yes. New surprises. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again. Okay. Thank you. Thank Bye. You. Thank you. Bye-bye.